So if you are anything like me, you have been told that this specific thing that I'm going to share about in this podcast is your job to do, your role to fulfill, your thing to manage. And in this podcast, I'm here to tell you, FYI, it's not. It's not your job. You don't have to do it. And if you are doing it, it's probably derailing your health results. It's probably getting in the way and keeping you stuck. Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Welcome to this week's episode, and it's a really good one that I have for you. This message that I got, I literally just had to stop what I was doing and record this podcast because it felt like something that just needed to come through. So if you are on this podcast and you are listening, it's because you need to hear what I'm going to share with you. And it's a little bit more to do with some of our brain conditioning and our mindset and some of the beliefs that we have. And it's something that I have had a revelation of about my own brain and my own conditioning recently. And it's really powerful when you can just see the threads of this in your life and how it's then impacting your health, you can suddenly have a lot more compassion on yourself for maybe not having made the progress you want to have made. And also it just helps you to see, oh, this is why stuff can feel hard, why I can feel afraid or anxious or get really stuck or constantly self-sabotage or always get in my own way. Or when I look back the last several years feel like I've made no progress in terms of my relationship with food, my relationship with my body. This could be why. And this, what I'm going to share with you, might you might feel like it resonates with you like 100%, 80% maybe, 60%, or maybe just 10%. But I'm pretty sure if you are listening to this podcast, it's because there's a part of this message that will resonate with you and will be an invitation for you to go deeper. So it's exciting. Um, but I hope you are well. I have just come back from 24 hours away. I, um, for over the last year or so, maybe a bit longer, have been, I had the wild idea a year ago to just, when my girls, my twins were still tiny, probably actually longer than that, when they were still, when they were tiny, tiny, that I just thought I felt so on all the time. I just thought I'd love to just get away for 24 hours. I'm an introvert by nature. I need quite a lot of alone time, headspace time, reflecting, journaling, thinking. Also at the time, I just want some sleep, let's be honest. And my husband at the time was traveling down to London for work once a month. And I just thought, oh, he probably wasn't traveling for work. Anyway, at some point he started doing that. And I remember thinking, I should travel for work. I should go away. Like it made, there was no qualms in my head about him going away because it was for work, 24 hours, two days, three days, whatever, cool, 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 figure out, not exactly fun, but I'll figure it out with the kids, with my three tiny newborn twins and toddler, how to juggle that on my own, but figured it out. But I realized I didn't give myself the same permission to do that. Like it was like a way bigger deal for the mom to leave the house. Like, oh my goodness, she's leaving the house. Oh my goodness, like I need to prep all the meals and do all the things. Like just, and actually I realized that was like, oh dear, like... I could go check myself into a hotel for 24 hours. I did it once. It was amazing. I just felt so delighted. I remember the first time I did it, I just found a, like a, 
hotel deal, spa deal. So it was a total bargain. I didn't go too far. So if, you know, if worse comes to worst, I needed to come home. I could come home quite quickly in the night to help with, you know, whatever. All these things for my mind. I remember being in bed in the hotel robe, reading my book, eating some dark chocolate, like half seven at night and just feeling so delighted at my life's choice. I was just like, and also the next day, I was also really excited to go back home and see my kids. Like it was such a nice bounce. So anyway, so I've just done that again and I've been doing it regularly for a while now. Um, and I know some of you might be like, well, that sounds great for you, Kezia. I can't afford um, hotels or whatever, which I totally get. Um, I've, I've also done it for free. Like if my parents have gone away, friends have gone away on holiday, someone you know who's gone away, who's got an empty house away for the weekend, just be like, hey, can I stay at your house for a night? You can do it for free. You don't like... If you need that space, you need that little retreat, I go and I do some self-care, I journal, I do different health practices. Um, I really take it as like a little health retreat, mine like in the fullest sense of the word. So, and that, and to be honest, that's where the idea of the shift retreat came from, is I was like, oh, I'm so nourished by this. I need to lead this for other people. I need to facilitate this. It's so powerful. This break, this pause, being nourished, even like not making my own bed, not making breakfast like having time to write in my journal, having time to think, am I happy with these aspects of my life? Like having time to do a coffee enema or to go in a sauna or to do yoga or whatever it is to walk outside. Having that time was so powerful. I was like, oh, this is what so many of my clients need. So many of my clients secretly wish I could just cook for them and show up in the house every day. So many of them need just a break in their usual schedule because life is just full. So many of them need that accountability. They need to know they're not in it alone. Be Have that like-minded community around them. They need to just have a pause, be nourished, have everything like facilitated and supported. I think so often as women, we facilitate and host and do all these things a lot of the time. And it's so nice for you to receive that, to learn how to receive, to give yourself permission, to be delighted, to be nourished, to be rested. Most of the time we feel guilty about resting. We feel guilty about investing in resting, about investing in ourselves, about so much. And yet at the same time, we also feel totally stuck with our health situation, but almost like too guilty to do anything about it. That has got to stop. Otherwise nothing will change. So anyway, that's a total side rant. Um, but that's where I've just been. And it was lovely. I went to North Berwick, which is where the shift retreat is. I actually went kind of for a bit of work as well to visit the venue, check just where it's situated that I liked it. Got like the vibe of it to see how far the beach was check that you can actually see the sea, like, you know, this, and it is beautiful. It's like this little driveway up into the garden. You can see the ocean. You can walk down to the beach. I took a dip in the sea. The water wasn't warm, not going to lie, but it was beautiful. So that's going to be optional for everyone on the shift retreat. And it's quiet. Oh, it's just going to be so powerful. And also every time I take myself off these 24 hour things, I always think, oh my goodness, I really need to do two or three days. So that's also why the shift retreat starts on Friday, ends on Sunday afternoon, because it's that length of time and we'll create this like little time, I don't know, bubble vortex together. So it'll feel like way longer than that as well. So keziahall.com forward slash shift 
think as this goes live, either that page will be live or be about to be live and made live to the public. As of recording this, there is six spaces left. Um, so not very many spaces. I do plan on running some in the new year, but don't use that as like an excuse to put it off. It's so, we so easily get caught in like when blah, 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 then blah, 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 when it's the new year, when I've paid for Christmas, when I've done this, when I, then I'll prioritize my health. No, don't get caught in that trap because that will keep you stuck for years often. Um, but I know for some of you, you need a shift now, like now, before we head into the festive season, before we start the new year, you need a shift now. You need a shift in your relationship with your body, in self-care, in your relationship with food, in your symptoms, in your energy levels, in your bloating. If you need a shift now, this is for you. It's happening middle of November, 18th to 20th of November. So soon, soonish, six weeks, five weeks, something like that. North Berwick, so you can travel to Edinburgh via train or plane. Lots of places fly to um, Edinburgh. It's really easy to get to. I know if you live in the South, it can feel like so far away. It really isn't. It really isn't. I used to live in the South and there's a weird, you know, above woke, woke not woking, what's it called? Anyway, like above, I don't know, Bedford or something, or like the Peak District is like mega North. Like, no, it's really not. Um, so it's easy to get to. Um, I'd love to have you join us. It would be so, so good. Um, Scotland is beautiful. It's in November, so it's going to be wild. The weather, we're going to be cozy. We're going to eat lots of lovely food, have hot chocolate and cacao, circle together. We can plunge into the water if you want to, but you don't have to. It's going to be really nourishing and really powerful. So this is your invite. Come and join us. You can pay in full. You can do a payment plan. I know that there's some of you listening here that are going, oh, I really want to be there. I really want to be there. Then I would really like you to be there as well. So keziahall.com forward slash shift, S-H-I-F-T, shift. And that, I'll have all the information. I think that should all be live. If not, it will be coming live soon and you can save your space. A couple of people are booked in already. It's a lovely, lovely venue. All the food will be cooked for you. Everything else will be included. It's going to be amazing. So if you are ready to see the shift in your body and in your symptoms and in your health, the shift that you've been craving for probably a long time now, come to this retreat. I know this is going to be an incredible Kickstarter. There's also some bonus follow-up stuff that's going to be happening. So it's not like at the end of the retreat, I'll be like, bye, I never see you again. I'm going to be following up to helping you integrate and keep you accountable. So it's going to be powerful. Right. Otherwise, let's get on with the show. So this is a more of an impromptu episode, but I just really felt like I wanted to talk about it because at first you might think, Kezia, what's this got to do with my gut microbiome and my bloating and my energy and my health and the way that I eat and all of these things? But this has a massive indirect effect on your health and is probably maybe unconsciously one of the reasons or one of the areas of resistance um, you have and maybe why you've not made the progress you've made and it's something that I've become aware of more recently just in my own mind that oh yes I have been kind of unconsciously believing this 
And um, I imagine some of you will feel the same, maybe not all of you. But just as I've started to even just become aware that this is a pattern of thinking that I have invested in and believed in has just been really liberating when, in terms of making decisions about my own health and life and business and all these kind of things. And it's the idea that your job and your existence here isn't primarily to make everyone's life around you easier. Now, first of all, there's nothing wrong with making other people's life easier, but for some of you, and I would include myself in this, this has been a recent revelation for me that has been so helpful, is I unconsciously, it's this isn't like at the forefront of my brain, make decisions based on what do I think will make someone's life easier or what will someone else be comfortable with or what would work for them or what would make them comfortable as opposed to what do I feel about this what's my gut instinct what do I desire what do I want as the first port of call it's almost been unconscious realizing that oh a lot of my thinking is about oh that would make their this decision would make their life more uncomfortable oh oh, oh, like well that can't do that or this decision wouldn't they maybe wouldn't like it or not even as strong as they wouldn't like it it's just they're not gonna love it or it's not gonna make things be easy for them or it's gonna inconvenience them And this, you can see how easily this would impact your health and your well-being. And it's a very kind of unconscious, not necessarily deliberate um, way of thinking. But I do honestly think it is a bit of brainwashing and conditioning that we've had. And again, I've talked on previous episodes about how in our culture and for the last many hundreds, thousands of years, um, women... And, and other people groups, often um, black people and colored people and other marginalized groups in society as well. I'm just talking specifically about women and you could argue those groups more so than women, but I'm just specifically talking about women here, have um, been, been the support, been help, been expected to keep everybody happy look after everyone, make everyone's life easier. That is the very nature of unpaid work that still goes on in our country today. Our society exists because it, and it is changing, but it is primarily women that research shows that take on the unpaid roles that keep our society and our families and our on our, our world running. As all said another way, it is primarily women that keep other people make other people's life easier. Literally, it's mainly women in caregiving jobs. It's mainly women caring for elderly people and wiping their butts. That was one of my first jobs was helping these wonderful older people to go to the toilet and drink their tea and live as independent a life as possible. And I, I really enjoyed that job. And there is it's a great job to have. But it is there is and some of it is maybe in um just the way women are, we care about other people. But even if that is an innate um, part of being a feminine person, then that has been totally exploited. Your job 
is not to make everyone's life around you easier. And this is so prevalent and kind of insidious, but it will get in the way of you changing your health. It will get in the way of you, let's just take my retreat as an example, signing up for the retreat. Well, it costs money, so that's not going to make, say you're in a family unit, a standard family unit, that's not going to make your other partner comfortable. They don't want you to spend money on something, not don't want you, um, you know, they obviously love you. But that's not going to make their life easier, is it? You go away for a weekend. If you're the person that cooks and plans the weekend and does the social calendar and and manages your household, it's not going to make the other person's life easier. It's not going to make your kids' life easier. It's not going to make, you know, so many aspects. It's not going to make that easier, which is why we can get so much resistance. You taking time to go to that yoga class in an evening. It's not going to make necessarily, again, in a standard family unit, your partner's life easier. It's because they need to be in with the kids and they can't go to whatever they want to do. So often we hold ourselves back for the sometimes unconscious fear of displeasing or sometimes it's not even as strong as displeasing because we think of that as like you have some really harsh abusive partner that's like no Kezia you cannot go to yoga and my partner is not like that but it is a mild inconvenience for him for me to be out at a yoga class because he has to take care of our potentially three screaming children for 90 minutes. Now, I'm not necessarily saying he's complaining or he's like chaining me to the house, but the logic, the reality is it is inconvenient for him to have to stay in the house. It doesn't make it it'd be easier for him just to go off and do whatever he wants to do, whatever it is. And there's nothing wrong with him doing what he wants to do. But we, it's, it can it can be so eye-opening to realize, oh, this like creeps into so many things. Oh, I'm, yeah, I really need someone like Kezia's help. Maybe you want to come and work with me on my one-to-one program. But like it, the, that decision makes something uncomfortable. Maybe you need to take time in an evening and you can't be around. Maybe that financially that impacts somebody else. Maybe, you know, it's, it, you healing your body and working on your health generally is an inconvenience to other people in the short term. But the long term is, is that when you fill your cup, when you fill it and then fill it enough till it overflows, everyone around you benefits. There is no inconvenience. When you, let's just even think financially, when you fill your cup, because I was talking about this with clients recently, And they're like, oh my goodness, I feel so much more confident to go out in my career, increase my earning potential, go for that promotion because I'm not like farting and bloated and feeling really anxious about my bowels or I actually have my brain kind of cognitive function, energy back. I totally want to go for that career change. I totally want to renovate that house because I have the energy to do that and flip it and make 50 grand from it or whatever. You, you know, actually it is, say it might make someone, uh, you know, might not make their life ide- uh, their life easier financially for short term, but long term, bigger picture, when you prioritize yourself, wh- however that looks like, the, when you learn how to fill your cup and then overflow and constantly create this waterfall, because you're not, the cup analogy sucks. You're not meant to be a cup. You're meant to be this flow, this river. 
this flowing, healthy river, not just like a cup that's got water in in a stagnant, static fashion. We all know as a wild swimmer, aka someone who just swims in actual water outside because I hate chlorine, uh, I don't swim in stagnant pools of waters. I swim where there's flow. I swim where there's water coming in and there's water coming out. Your job is to create that flow in your life. Your job is not to make people around you's life easier. That will happen as you flow. You know, as I learn to create this, and this is something I'm always working on. I'm not perfect. I'm still learning. At people, my kids do benefit. My finances do benefit. My relationship with my partner does benefit. My community benefits as I create and I become not a stagnant sitting cup, as I become a flow of well-being, of energy, of health, of vitality, of resiliency, of strength, of confidence. As I become that from filling and filling and filling and filling my own cup and being in that flow, People's lives around me do actually get easier. It does get easier. My kid's life does get easier because they have a happier, healthier mum. My finances do get better because I have the energy and brain power to grow a company and business and do side projects and whatever. My relationships, my relationships benefit. Why? Because I have energy. I want to have sex. My libido is good. I want to invest in it. You know? everyone benefits and their life does get easier, but it is not your role and your job to make everyone around you happier. It's not your job to make their life easier. Your job is to learn what do you need in your life to create and become that flow? What do you need? How can you create and move from a stagnant, half-filled cup to a flow? to a running river, to a stream of water that is healthy and clear and nourishing everyone around it. Because I honestly believe one of the reasons I do what I do as a holistic nutrition and I've worked with thousands of people and run this free podcast and put out resources and show up is because I know that everyone around you benefits when you are well and the world needs more well people. Like, not just like one box of their life filled, more holistically well people is what I think is going to nourish and support the world. Your family, your community, your friends need you well. They don't need you running around exhausting yourself, trying to make their life easier, trying to care for everybody. And it's not to say that this wouldn't have kickback. It will make, it might make people's life harder. You coming to my retreat and say you have, like me, you have three tiny kids and you're asking your partner to care for them. That is making their life harder. It is. So I'm not saying it's not, but that's not, that's not your job. They're a parent too. So it's just as much your job as it is their job. And so with me and my partner, we half it. Like I go away, he goes away. I go away, he goes away in that kind of context. But we often, um, I think especially as women have way more resistance and narratives and stories in our head about it. Whereas potentially if you're in a heteronormative uh, relationship and you have a male partner, chances are them going for a weekend of fishing, golfing, something like that is more like cuckoo, yeah, okay. Because they're, they're not been brainwashed into thinking that their job as a man is to make your life easier most of the time. 
no, they're, they're brainwashed in other ways to like provide and other slightly <laughs> toxic aspects because <laughs> patriarchal thinking doesn't serve men and it, it doesn't serve women it doesn't serve anybody anyway but for women it often is this like underlying unconscious thing going on so I just want to encourage you if, if hypothetically your job wasn't to make your partner and your kids and your family's life easier if your job wasn't to always be the person um, budgeting the money, if your job wasn't to be pleasing and taking care of everybody and never rocking the boat and put like and always just keeping things like, okay, I'm okay. If your job wasn't to hold it together, if your job wasn't to be okay, what would you do and what do you need? Or said another way, what do you need to be the flow? What do you need to shift from a stagnant half-filled cup of water to turn that into a flow, a river, a healthy, flowing, abundant river. What do you actually need? Do you need my retreat? Do you need to come work with me? Do you need to go and get therapy? Do you need to just go to a yoga class? Do you need to sit down and have a proper conversation with your partner about responsibilities and boundaries and finances? Do you need to change your job? What do you need to make that change? Because your job, that's your job. That's your job. And the incredible ripple effect is that when you figure out and create that and that stagnant cup becomes just like a couple of drops of overflow, just a couple, just a little bit of overflow, you suddenly start see flowers and trees and life budding all around you because it will benefit everybody around you. Even if at first it feels so awkward and there's so much resistance and so much fear to, let's say, investing in coming in my retreat, for example, you're going to feel scared about that. You're going to feel resistance. It's not going to make people comfortable. It's not going to make anyone's else life easier other than yours. And that's okay. It's going to feel resistance. But big picture is you become that flow, that river. What grows around healthy rivers? Life, plants, animals. It's like bedrock of ecosystems, water. So you become that. Everyone around you gets nourished. But that's not necessarily the reason to do it. The reason to do it is that it's your job. Your job is to take care of you. Your job is to just enjoy being who you are and to look after yourself before you look after other people. Okay? I hope that's been helpful. I would love to have you join me My two main offerings right now are my retreat, the shift retreat, and working with me one-to-one. If either of those feel good for you, you can just head to keziahall.com and there's more information there. Otherwise, sending you so much love. I hope this resonates. I hope this helps. Sending you so much love as you integrate this into your life. Bye. And as a reminder, book in your clarity call at keziahall.com dot com forward slash book this is your free personalized call with me where we can dive into some of your root causes figure out what's going on we can chat about working together and payment plans but the really goal the goal is really that you leave with clarity on your next steps so keziahall.com forward slash book thank you for being here otherwise i will see you next week